Welcome back to another episode of the Gen Z Football Podcast. I'm Ryan Shop, and I'm joined as always by Tom Hayes. Tom, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm very well, and how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, Even after the results? We'll get to that. Yes. We'll sh- you can share your emotions then. <laughs> what do we got today's episode? Uh, so, run through the rundown, uh, move on to the results... A uh, bit of transfer whispers, we've got a few of them to get through. Um, Absolutely. We'll look at the upcoming fixtures and we'll predict um, how those matches will play out. Then we'll move on to a bit of yes or no and finish the podcast off. Wicked. All right, we'll kick us off with the rundown. This week on The Rundown, on Monday, the Premier League announced it was aiming to introduce a semi-automatic VAR for offside decisions in the 2022-23 season. Yes, so not even next season, season after next. Um, Do you want to have a guess at what this means? See if you can get it right. Robots. No, not quite. AI? Um, Oh, yeah, I guess that's half right. Bit of augmented reality. Um... You know how, this is probably the dumbest way to explain it, but you know uh, goal line technology, how that works, how it sends the message straight to the ref's watch. He goes, yep, bang. Same sort of thing. So they're hoping to get those decisions done in a split second, which I can only assume would be a little bit more difficult than goal line technology. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's probably why it's got such a, well, why it's, they're aiming to get it in 2022-23. But yeah, um, I guess it's a step in the right direction to get rid of the human error, I suppose, Mm -hmm. um, which has caused quite a bit of controversy so far this season and obviously in seasons past. Um, So yeah, I don't know how I'd think about that one just yet. Um, But when I saw it, I was definitely excited, um, mainly because the human error I've had, I don't know, I've been quite against it so far this season. What are your thoughts on it, personally? Um, I I don't think it's really going to be possible because it's too too objective. How so? Well, camera angles are one thing, um, especially with, like, handball and stuff. Like... They, they still haven't clarified the rules around that and the offside yeah. rules. Well, not... handball's way too subjective. Yeah. With the refs. That's why I think it's good to have the rule set if objective. They ch- if they do the thing, the Wenger proposed rule, I think it'd be a lot easier. For, oh, hell for yeah. Offside. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it might be a bit difficult. Um, yeah. So that's the main thing we have. Um, there's, there's some interesting things I picked up during the week. Um, first of which... I don't know how they're going off these statistics, but it says uh, Real Madrid, this is through Optusport, it says Real Madrid uh, this season has had more injuries with 50 than goals scored in La Liga with 49. I was a bit sceptical when I saw this. So obviously multi multiple players. I think um, injuries could be classed as like, I think, you know, training injuries and stuff as well. Yeah. Not necessarily missing games because... There's not even 49 players on a squad at a time, and if more than 20 of them were injured, that that'd be you know bigger news. Yeah, well, so, yeah, um, I think that's probably why. There's still a lot of injuries though, so yeah, um, they're obviously getting it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the last bit of 
I suppose it's inter- interesting. Uh, Celtics board, uh, they met in London with Eddie Howe, and they believe um, that he will become, or they will appoint um, him, the former Bournemouth manager, as um, their manager. So Yeah, uh, also while we're talking about managers, uh, potentially moving um, John Terry, who is an assistant at Aston Villa, has also emerged as a contender for the uh, Sheffield United head uh, coaching role or the manager. I I'm not sure which one he would, uh, which one would be available. Um, but yeah, that is also a bit of news. I'll just go through another one I saw um, regarding Zinedine Zidane at Real Madrid. Um, there's obviously a lot of uh, talk about him, whether he's staying or going, and also that talks about Bale's future at Real Madrid as he may return on loan or may move out permanently. Um, But the two managerial candidates for for Real Madrid, if they were to sack Zinedine Zidane, are Real, the Spanish uh, lad, or... You say it. Because you're German. Oh, Joachim Love. Yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, obviously he's been at the German... Head coach for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, both would be interesting. Um, and then Zidane has also been uh, linked to Juventus if they were to sack Pirlo, which uh, Pavel Nedved, the uh, vice president there, has said they aren't going to do that. So it uh, could be like a little domino effect waiting to happen. Could be um, a literal sacking too. Yeah, literally. He could fit in a sack. He's not very big. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to end uh, the rundown, uh, Sam Kerr in the, um, mm. the English um, Super W League, I think it's called, um, the Premier Women's Super Pre- League. Yeah, the Premier League equivalent in the women's competition is on top of the goal scorers with 17 at the moment. Um, Chelsea scoring many goals there as well. Hell um, yeah. So that was the rundown. Alrighty, so for the results this week in the Premier League's uh, return, we have uh, match week 30. Uh, there's eight games to go through. There's a couple games uh, still to be played uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, so we'll start off with probably the surprise of the bunch. I guess that's uh, yes. Um, Leeds getting over Sheffield United two goals to one. That was probably the biggest yeah, surprise of this week. Oh my mate, mate. You, you skip one there. It's uh. Chelsea 2, West Bromwich Albion 5. Now, um, I want to hear your thoughts first and foremost. Obviously, it's Thomas Tuchel's first loss as Chelsea manager. Um, What are your thoughts? Oh, you know, just trying to help them reduce that negative goal difference. They were on negative 36, now they're on negative 34. Getting there. Getting there. Bit of charity work. What else? Um, unlucky, I think. I think they lost. Well, they obviously down to ten men really early. Yep. Um, they won nil, one nil up when they lost. It's uh, just Thiago. before the red card as well, wasn't it? A couple of minutes beforehand. Uh, so he went off at the twenty ninth minute, I think. Scored in the twenty seventh, I think. Um. So yeah, unlucky. Um. Obviously, yeah, it's hard to say, but I don't. I, I think that would have done it. I think that's enough for any real Premier League team to get over another, even if, if they're playing with 10 men for the rest. What What's that? Oh, yeah. Good 60, 60 minutes. minutes good hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely gives them time to settle in and 
figure out a whole new strategic plan to ta- attack ten. Mm, you've obviously got that yeah. spare man running around. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't too hard. Um, uh, I think it was the third goal, Callum Robertson's third goal. That volley from ju- just on the box. I think probably the 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 best of the bunch. Um. So yeah, watch it on Optusport or on, on their YouTube or something. I I just got to say they still can't win at West. West Brom still can't win at the Hawthorne. Yeah. So oh, that's no, that's without a shadow of a doubt. So, um, yeah, I hope that's just a blip and um, Thomas Tuchel gets... I know it wasn't Thomas Tuchel's fault at all. Nah, it was I can't say it was, it was. Yeah, just I mean, unlucky to go Maybe down, they could have... I, I mean, it is difficult with an, an extra man on the pitch... Well, off the pitch, sorry. Um, but, yeah, maybe something could have happened at halftime. But the floodgates did open just before halftime and then they... Obviously, another few after, and Chelsea still managed to score with it with the ten men, which I guess is yeah, one small but positive you can take out of yeah, it. Yeah, the momentum was lost. I think that was yeah. the more critical factor. All right, uh, we're going to move on. Also, another quick fact with that one. Um, funnily, uh, West Brom's thirty-two uh, percent of West Bromwich Albion's goals this season in the Premier League have come against Chelsea, which I think was really weird. Um, given how many have they actually scored? Not many. <laughs> scored 25. So, yeah, <laughs> that goes to show. Well, just there, they scored what? How many have they They conceded? scored 20% of their goals against Chelsea in that game, just there. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, which means they would have scored, what, two goals, I think, in the other game. So they would have conceded... What's that? What are you trying to do? 59 goals. <laughs> Conceded 59, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll move on. Uh, Leeds United uh, defeating Sheffield United two goals to one. Uh, Leicester City falling to Manchester City two goals to nil. Uh, I could say that's pretty much expected there. Uh, Liverpool beat Arsenal 3 0. A good, solid game finally. <laughs> I didn't actually watch this one because no. I had work in the morning. I need to get some sleep. But uh, Diogo Jota, oh, thank God he's back. He's absolutely coming to save us. He scored a brace after being subbed on 61st minute. Happy with that. Uh, doesn't really help us on the table. Well, it helps us momentarily on the table, but not in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Southampton last night defeated Burnley three goals to two. Goal first uh, at St. Mary's. Newcastle United and Tottenham shared points at St. James. Uh, two goals to two. Harry Kane uh, went to the top of the golden boot on 19 goals. One ahead of Mohamed Salah on 18. Uh, Aston Villa defeated Fulham. Three goals to one. Um, Villa scoring uh, the three winning goals between the 78th and 87th minute to claim their come from behind victory. And finally, Manchester United defeating West Bromwich Albion two goals to one with another come-from-behind win for the Red Devils. Now, uh, let's uh, have a look at the Premier League table. With eight games to go, some teams have eleven, uh, some teams have nine, some teams have ten, and some teams have seven. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, a good uh, bunch there. Start from the bottom? Uh, let's go from the bottom, uh, Sheffield. So, no surprise, at the bottom we have Sheffield United. Still uh, dead and buried. They need to double their points to get out. No, not <laughs> a, that won't even get them out At if least they double. double their points. Um, and they've still got a negative 35 goal. Just now the, that's the worst in the league. I'm going to say, sacking Chris Wilder was the wrong decision. 
Yeah, I mean, I well, it's not I that mean, long ago, but it's. it's I don't think it would have made a difference. Honestly, they were a little bit. They had a bit of momentum when he was sacked, though. I so. mean, they've had. How long ago was he sacked? He won the match before he was sacked. Yeah, I'm just looking at that now. So yeah, they've had three consecutive losses. Uh, moving up, we have, of course, as we mentioned before, on at 19th, West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, um, seven points clear of Sheffield. So I don't see them coming bottom. Yeah, but they've only got a negative 34 goal difference. So. <laughs> it's an improvement. Um, next, 18th is Fulham. Now, they've got a negative 17 goal difference. Um, they've played 31 matches. They're on 26 points, but above them, um, Newcastle have got a game in hand um, yeah. as opposed to them. But I However, they have a worse goal difference, and momentum would suggest Fulham may... But I they think could Newcastle... Get over. If anyone can survive in the bottom three, it would be Fulham. Right now, oh yeah, I can't really tell. Newcastle's that win... Uh, that. The point they got against Tottenham is pivotal. It hmm. could prove pivotal. They need, as they need to get points against... All the teams yeah, play, as we've suggested, this will probably go down to the final match weeks, um, as tight as that is. Um, 16th, Brighton, 15th, Burnley. Uh, Burnley, slow starters, slowly climbing their way back up their table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're within reach of, of mid-table, I suppose. Um, Brighton, yeah, not a bit of a meh year. Uh, Wolves, again... Had a 14. bit of an up and down season. Um, they did get as low as sixteenth, um, but yeah, I think they haven't won in four games, so that could prove worrying. And again, uh, they play West Ham, so they could go five games without a win. Mm-hmm. There, uh, Southampton, their win against Burnley uh, put them up to thirteenth. Um, so sliding into much needed for Ralph Hasenhüttl's side. Absolutely. Um, Crystal Palace again. They're starting to gain 12. some points. Yeah. I I think they're doing pretty well for Crystal yeah. Palace. I eight, mean, eight points in the last five games, which is not too bad for them. I don't want to slag off Crystal Palace, but I think that's pretty good. And I think Roy yeah. Hodgson's done. Well, they were they were good. looming towards the bottom of the table. Now they're he's managed uh, mid table uh, team. Eleventh uh, leads. Um, hey, they're pretty consistent. Yeah, they've got. They've been bad eleventh or tenth for the whole season. Yeah. They've still got the... And it is their first season. I think everyone keeps forgetting that. Yeah, they've got the fourth highest goals against Yet, right now. They've also got one of the highest goals. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what that is. One, two, um, three. And they've four, got a negative five, one, six, seven, so that's not eight, too bad. Uh, they've got the ninth best... Oh, no. But seventh best goals for, so... Yeah, that's the minus one there. And um, then above them, Arsenal the also has haven't managed to really move out of 10th position yeah. for a long time. They're literally, they've blip. been the steady markers at the middle of the table, pretty yeah. much. Uh, Aston Villa, they were at the top, and then they had all those games moved back, and now they're sitting currently in ninth. They With can still go up to eighth. a game in hand, yeah. two games in hand. One, one in hand. Well, if you're going from 31 games played, 30. We've had 30. Okay. Well, City and City have had 31 because they, they had those games pushed ahead. Yep. Um, Everton in eighth. They have two games in hand. They've dropped off a little bit considering they were. Yeah. Everyone's going. Oh, they're going to win the title. Well, I think that's, the that's just two games in hand. Oh, yeah, obviously. Uh, those two games in hand could put them on 52 points. That puts them fourth. Mm. Um, so yeah, they're still very much within the uh, the European race. 
Seventh, West Ham. Again, game in hand. Could, could go fourth as well. Could go fourth as well. Sixth, Liverpool. Uh, could drop to as low as eighth with those games in hand played. Uh, fingers crossed that we uh, can stay there. But, like, I mean, if they go fourth this week, Chelsea could go fourth. And they, like, it's, it's yeah, that it's close. Yeah, it's just a recurring um, thing, yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. Um, All right. European places, yeah. Tottenham, four, uh, plus fifth. four goal difference in Liverpool uh, in fifth. Same points there. Although Tottenham, I think they haven't had that much success, I'd say, but they're kind of sneaking their way in there. They're getting the results they need. Well, not that they need, but they're scraping results to stay up uh, in that area. I think, what's that? Ten points in their last five. Uh, fourth, Chelsea, that unfortunate loss mm-hmm. uh, stops them from... Uh, staying within third, I guess, oh, within one game of third, but uh, Leicester also lost as well. Um, Man United in second and City in first. I, I just say that Man United, I don't think, maybe Le- Leicester, maybe not I don't, as well, but I think Man United, yeah, they, they're getting results. You can't really argue against the numbers as such, but I still think they don't look like a second place side. Yeah, I know. I, um, I would, if, uh, if you watch them say... play. The only team that probably deserves to be second right now is like is Chelsea. Um, mm. With that run they had, they probably look to be a second-place team. But, yeah, United just seem to scrape the results that they need. They have. And, look, honestly, if you just watched the last game they played, you would have picked them about where Arsenal are because yeah. they, uh, they were shocking. I saw a... Um, it was actually a TikTok, and it was... Um, if the games were stopped after the first goal was scored, this is what the tape would look like. And United were in 14th because that's how many times they've conceded first and then come from behind to win. They've conceded a lot of goals, which yeah. is crazy. But, I mean, um, Chelsea... Had I mean, Leicester of... have conceded more than United. Yeah. Chelsea kind of had that problem last year. Yeah. Um, but this year they've been pretty good with how many goals they've conceded, except for, obviously, some exceptions yeah. like last match. Um, but, you know, coming in with Mendy and that. But I think, I don't know, the mix-up with between Henderson and De Gea... Maybe who's the top dog kind of maybe yeah. stand up, but also I think it's also their defensive structure is not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maguire's um, been heavily. Um, what's the word? Targeted, criticized, criticized. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's season. with reason. Uh, he's good. I understand that. I also he's good at times, but he's though. also absolutely shite at times. Yeah, um, but so is Pogba. So is, you know, a lot of their players are on yeah. for twenty. They're only like, but consistently, could, they're not performing. Player is Bruno. they're very inconsistent. They're very splodgy. Martial has shown glimpses of why he's one of the laziest strikers in the Premier League. Mm. Rashford at times has shown he, how he's sloppy as well. Bruno's the only one performing with right, goals from penalties as well as from. Uh, outfield, open play, and assisting. Um, I yeah, I. It's the only one I, I can praise. At the I moment. honestly don't think it's them as players their fault because we've seen potential in a lot of them. Um, I think it's a lot to do with, and I'll keep saying it. Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's managerial style and yeah. the way he likes to He's play. So players. late, and the way he is. It's ugly himself. It's ugly football. Pep. Pep Guardiola's style is very beautiful football. Marcelo Bielsa is very good to watch. This is, it's ugly. It's this. It's not very nice football to watch. It's it's all. But it has been like this the whole time. But the thing is, he gets the results one way or another. He scrapes points together, and 
they get to decent positions in the table. But that's not the whole story, you know. And yeah. It's, it's well, at the end of the day, you're not going to think of how they got there. Like in two years' time, we're going to be like, oh, United came second that year. Like, yeah, but they got the results. then in two years' time, if Ollie's still the manager and you're watching the games as a Man United supporter, even if you're winning, you're going to go, this is not very nice football to watch. It's pretty ugly. Mm. It's disgusting. It's not very nice to watch. Whereas Thomas Tuchel's football is quite entertaining and quite nice to watch and he still manages to get results most of the time. Um, Liverpool... Um, Klopp's football is very nice to watch. Um, Man City, who are on top by a long way, they play very, um, pretty good to watch. Yeah. Bielsa, who's done quite a lot with uh, a newly promoted side, probably the best team to watch in the league. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think, but that's I think that's going to be a big problem progressing. Yeah. Um, Talking about City, I think they only need three more games. If they win three more games, they win the league. Oh, they've won the league because they uh, I, the, like three honestly, more games. Three more games would confirm it. We can call it here. They've won the league. Yeah, it's 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 I, going into the start of the season. I thought I didn't think it would. Be I thought a it'd be blowout. a lot closer. Yeah, I didn't think it would be a blowout like this. Um, especially the way that City started. Imagine if City oh, started yeah. well, they would have won it before Liverpool won it last year. They would have. Yeah, yeah, legit. Yeah, they've just been dominant. They've just clicked into a gear and. They've just... Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, I think perhaps rotations. I think Pep's well, the master I mean, yeah, of rotations. They've, they've well and truly fixed that problem they had last season with the centre-backs. They mm. brought in two. Ake's barely even played this season. No. Yeah. Uh, Diaz has probably been one of the best centre-backs in the whole oh, league yeah, sure. uh, this season. I mean, Stones he... has come to life. Laporte, who was injured, mm. uh, has now been pretty much replaced. Uh, players like uh, Gundogan, who's come yeah, up. Yeah, stepped up in De Bruyne's absence. Oh, mate. They're just... <laughs> and Aguero, they didn't have a striker for the first half of the season. I know. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, uh, and they won't after the end of the season, but... They'll no, they'll have Gabby. Gabby Jesus. Oh, yeah, true, true. true. Um, anyway. The successor. Um, uh, tipping right. tally. Yes. We both got five this week. Yes. Um, so it stays at uh, 15 points. Uh, 25 points. Right? <laughs> I mean, uh, we can make it 15 if you want. I don't, did you even get it down to 15? I mean, there's still time. Still time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 247, 222. Uh, we'll now move on to some transfer whispers this week and some updates as well. This week on Transfer Whispers, um, we have one, two, three. We've got eight, eight there and two contract rumors. So I'll speed through these. The first of which I've actually moved into the ongoing category as he has uh, began to complete some medicals. Um, Ibrahim Akanate from RB Leipzig to Liverpool, one I'm very excited about. He has a uh, 40 million euro release clause. Um, he apparently has a five-year deal on the table for June 2026. He has completed part of his medical in Paris while he was on international duty. Um, what else have I got in here? The talks are go- ongoing between the clubs and the personal terms have been uh, began. Uh, very excited if that one gets over the line. 21-year-old centre-back showing a lot of promise with Leipzig. I think they're second in the Bundesliga right now. They're probably set to lose a few plays in the summer. Um, which may push them back, but if they're getting money for them, they should be able to bring people in, no doubt. Um, they'll have um, Dominic Sabozlai from Salzburg coming across. That's a big in. Um, 
But yeah, move on to the next one, Gareth Bale. Now, this one was interesting, uh, obviously, because last week uh, it was reported he would, uh, he said he would go back to Real Madrid uh, after his loan at Tottenham. But it has come out during the week that Bale will have to find a new club if Zinedine Zidane is to stay at Real Madrid this summer. We talked about this before. Um, we don't know if Zidane's going to be staying there. Uh, Bale seemed confident that he would be able to slot straight back into the Real Madrid side. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to wait and see with that. He may end up staying at Tottenham after all if uh, Zidane stays. I don't um, think he ever wanted to go back. I think it's he was being paid. He's still under contract yeah. by Real Madrid, and he couldn't really say, no, nah, I'm not going back. The whole, so. reason, the whole reason he said he came to Tottenham was to get match fit and match practice before the Euros uh, for Wales, yeah. which I think is kind of funny. As um, you know, Wales, Golf Madrid, that's yeah. in that order. Yep, exactly. So. Um, next up, uh, Sergio Aguero. Now, this one uh, came out during the week uh, that uh, Man City will not be offering him another contract. Uh, he's also, uh, I guess while we're talking about him, he's getting a statue put up of him. Uh, David Silva and uh, Vincent Company, they're all getting a statue outside the Etihad. Each. Yep. Wow. I think it's all getting put together as well, the three Nothing of them. Nothing like making history. Well, I mean, they've been there. They were all there from like the 2010s, so I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, well deserved. Um, so Especially yeah. with that goal. Oh, yeah. And then Company's goal, the year they won it, that, that freaking, what they call him, Cast, uh, Captain Fantastic. And David Silva was outstanding for those 10 years. Um, so now PSG are now, now the favourites to sign him at this stage. Uh, Barcelona were the favourites, but now it's come out they would prefer a younger striker, which, I mean, anyone would. Um, what do you think this I think we're gonna does see, for Lionel Messi? I think we're going to see Lionel Messi... Uh, two, two options now. Man City's shut the door pretty much. All on but, Messi. Yeah, they're all not going the on Messi. Yeah. Um, it's going to be either PSG or Barcelona. If they can get Suarez to come to PSG and Aguero, I think Messi will jump ship. Well, I'm if about... not, why would Wait, they want Suarez? Where's Suarez come into this? Just because he's only he's got he's got an option to leave um, Atletico, and they'll yeah, get yeah, nothing. They'll get him for nothing, and they'll get Aguero for nothing, and they'll get Messi for nothing. No transfer fees for um, Aguero, Messi, or Suarez. Think of the wage bill, and they can afford the wages. That have if to anyone can, someone. They can. The Mbappe or Neymar no, has to go. Can. One of them has to go, I and it's, so. it would be Mbappe because Neymar signing new contract. Di Maria's got his new contract. No one's gonna sign. No one's gonna pay the transfer fee for Mbappe though. Anyway, there's no way they'll be able to. That's the only there's reason. No that's way. The, now that's the only way I can see Messi moving to PSG. I can see, yeah, Messi and they would win everything. And Aguero could move to PSG. I don't see. I don't know about Suarez. I think that they have Suarez as a. As a signing bonus. Suarez could be on the radar, but I don't see Aguero, Messi, and Suarez. I cannot say all three of them. No fucking way now. Imagine that. That'd be great. I mean, if I, it does, I'll buy I'll buy a Kepa, a Riza Balaga, goalkeeper top. Okay. We'll shake on that now. Sure. If they sign all three of them. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything, but yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. That's how confident I'm now. That's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Um, um, however, I, I would still put Messi staying at about... At Barcelona now at Same. about ninety percent. Yeah. Um, just because I think Laporta's in, new vision for the future. He's going to yeah. stay there until he retires. Yeah. And we, if we remember all the way back to when Messi was 
that the whole saga was going on. He said, if, um, what was the old president's name? So old, I've forgotten. I've actually forgotten. He said, if he leaves, I'll stay. Remember that? Yes. And he's, he's obviously and he's, did he's his turn. But with the, uh, anyway. The old uh, jail. <laughs> Next up, uh, Marcel Sabitzer, the uh, RB Leipzig uh, midfielder. According to Build, a uh, pretty, I'd say it's one of the most, uh, what's it called? Where's my brain I know today? what you're trying to say, Tom. Sorry. It's one of the most. Uh, brrr, don't worry. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty good at their reporting. That's oh, Bill. Say. Yeah. Um, reliable. Reliable. Accurate. There we go. Yeah. Um, three. Trustworthy. Three big Premier League clubs are battling for Marcel Sabitza. Yep, Tottenham, Man Liverpool. Um, I think Tottenham would be a good fit for him, honestly. Out of all of them. Oh, did you see the thing about um, Tottenham? Sorry, just to come. You said the thing about Tottenham Stadium be maybe becoming called British Airways Stadium. New sponsor alert. Gee whiz. Um, no, Please just go. for the like the Emirates and that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, like legit. That was a British Airways to make Stadium. Some money. Yeah, it doesn't. doesn't yeah. Matter. All right. <laughs> well, maybe that'll get us a bit over the line. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, next up. Um, oh, wait, this one's a big one here. Um, mm-hmm. Three Leon players are currently on the Juventus uh, transfer list. Not not list, uh, transfer targets. We have uh, Memphis Depay, obviously a striker. Hasim Auer, a very good attacking midfielder. And Ryan Cherky, another attacking midfielder. He's uh, very young. Um, I'll go through all of them. Depay has a value of 45 mil. Our 50 mil and Cherky 25 mil. Cherky's only 17 years old. He has a 25 million uh, euro transfer value. Um, I can see Juventus probably getting one of them. Uh, don't know who uh, it would be. Depay has been linked to Barcelona when obviously Coman's going to be staying now. Um, could be a good replacement for, I think, and actually, scratch that. Barcelona are not going to get him. Um, I mean, he could, but I doubt it. Uh, Auer, he was linked to Arsenal a lot during the winter. Did end up getting that move done. Cherky, up-and-coming midfielder. All three of them could uh, get a move somewhere else this season. All right, here, I'll talk about De Gea first, and then we'll finish off with Haaland because it's just an update. Uh, De Gea, just last night, uh, is expected to receive a pay cut at the end of the season as Dean Henderson is becoming in favour. Um, however, he is more likely to leave than become Man United's number two and accept that pay cut. Um, he is now 30 years old. Uh, don't know where he could go. I'd assume back to Spain would probably be the most fitting rather than any other Premier League club. Talk. Tottenham. You reckon Tottenham? That would be fun. That would be fun. I think he would do it. I think Jose likes him. I'm trying to think, where did he come from? He came he did from, pretty well under Jose too. Yeah, that is true. But he was considerably younger. He has now 30. Signed, um, what's his name? Hard. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, who, who knows? It, it's unreported yet where he may end up. Um, but I think, yeah, that is some big news. He's obviously been at United for quite some time. Um, and now we'll talk about Erling Haaland. Um some news coming out during the week. Why is he to talk about him? He's going to Chelsea. 
Pop down. Pop down. Um, his agent, um, Raola, has talked to several clubs around Europe. Uh, first of which I'll say uh, Bayern Munich out of the race. They're fine with Lewandowski. Do not, I don't know even oh, yeah, why just... they were even considered the t- <laughs> I mean, they could have imagined that duo. Oh, my goodness. Um, um, in replacement for them, his agent has talked to Real Madrid at Barcelona, uh, Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Um, Manchester City, this one, uh, this one screwed with my head a little bit because during the week, Pep stated... Uh, Manchester City won't be signing any strikers this summer. But another report came out from the Telegraph, so take that with a pinch of salt, um, that Haaland is City's number one target. Now, unless they're going to play him in midfield, I don't see City being one of those players. I don't see City signing him. If Pep's saying straight up, they're not signing him. You're playing Haaland in... in, in, in midfield instead of a striker is, is pointless. It'd be like buying a vacuum I mean, cleaner. It'd be one of the walls. biggest it'd bluffs. Stupid. It'd be one of the biggest bluffs in transfer history. No, I don't think they will. I don't think City... I, and I don't, he I don't won't go to Manchester United. But I don't he see can, him going to cross, City United. Um, cross Liverpool. I, I, don't, I don't think Liverpool would choke up all that money for him. I, if I, I see Real Madrid-Barca I don't Chelsea. even see Barca. Yeah. Real Madrid or and, Chelsea. And Real Madrid aren't doing good financially either. I mean, it's a, it's like a one in a lifetime opportunity. But so I think they would, one go, of those they would go for Mbappe you. over Haaland. Um, also, would. yeah, I can see that too. Both of them have said Real Madrid is one of their. Dream but everyone clubs. says that because it's so. uncontroversial. But uh, none of both of them can't go. So obviously, no, um, imagine what was I going to say just then? Oh yeah, um, his wage is expected to be around six hundred uh, thousand pounds or euros around about per week which at the moment no premier league clubs are paying that much for any player um there's obviously a Except couple Gareth spanish Bale. yeah well, they're, they're not even paying 600 they're, not, they're paying half of it. yeah um so yeah that that would be one of the biggest moves it, to the premier league uh, for spain there's quite a few players around that now, <laughs> that now i think a little bit of bias but also just thinking about it he would work best at chelsea because he would give Timo Werner the weight taken off his shoulder in terms of he wouldn't be required to score, say, as many goals as people go, oh, you have to score goals. And he'd be able to do what he does now, which is make big runs and stuff, and maybe score 15 goals a season or something like that, whereas Haaland can score, who knows, 30-plus, mm. right? And so he'd be scoring the goals. Timo Werner would be scoring goals yeah, and assists. Yeah, hell of a strike partnership. And I think they would work very well together. He and would. also Havertz can come into that as well and Ziyech and some of that. What happens to Pulisic, Ziyech, Mountstead? They'd still be in the side. Yeah. We'll have to wait until... Uh, I think Giroud Giroud's, is one of the strikers yeah. and he's probably going. Um, well, I mean, he did score... F- who, did he, who did he score four goals against? It was in the group stage, I think. Uh, was it? It's a group stage. Oh, it wasn't Sevilla. It could be. I don't think... Oh, anyway, yeah, anyway. He, he does very good in Champions League. So I think it's oh, yeah, one of the no only doubt. reasons we keep him. He scores more than a goal a game in the Champions League. So. Yeah, he does very good there. Um, next. I mean, so does Haaland, but that's fine. Oh, that's who I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> the Giroud does pretty well. In the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you reckon he starts against Porto? No, I think they'll start. Oh, actually, that's hard. <laughs> he might do. He might. 
Um, oh, right. come on. I'll, I'll go through these and then we'll go through some uh, fixtures and tipping. Um, Dwight Gale signed a new three-year deal at Newcastle United. He's, he's 31, so they'll go through to his 34. Um, that one is confirmed. Juan Mata of United, who is now 32, is on the verge of signing another one-year contract extension at United, which will see him through to his 33 uh, to the end of next season. Uh, so that's all we got for transfer whispers. Quite a bit of chat there. We'll now move on to the tipping and the fixtures for the upcoming week. Now, now we move on to uh, the fixtures and our tipping for this week. We start off with the rest of match week 30, uh, which sees Everton taking on Crystal Palace on Tuesday, April the 6th, 3am at Goodison Park. Uh, something we didn't mention um, a week or so ago, um, Everton have got approval to build their new stadium um, in the Liverpool Dock area. Um, which will be if it's the same one as if it was the same one yeah that is an unreal looking yeah about 60,000 capacity so Um, out to Anfield hoping to uh, you know um, revitalise that area of Liverpool anyway moving on uh, that will play at Goodison Park their current stadium Um, I believe that Everton will win two goals to nil I've gone 2-1 to Everton the next match is Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on West Ham United. I don't know why he did that, but that's all right. On Tuesday, what April 6th. Hey. What did I put in there? Oh, <laughs> that's about <laughs> with a capital. Uh, the caps lock here. That's right. On Tuesday, April 6th at 5.15am. That's tomorrow, if you're wondering. Um, so this will probably have happened by the time you listen it'll, to it. It'll just happen. Anyway, um, I think oh, it's at... The Molyneux, and I think that West Ham will win three goals to one. Same. 3-1 West Ham. Now we move on to the Champions League. The first quarterfinal, oh, first leg. Oh, God. Um, sorry about that. Uh, so we have Manchester City taking on Borussia Dortmund on Wednesday, April the 7th at 5 a.m. Do you know where this match is being played? Is it, That's a good question. Is it in I City or is it neutral? I don't know if it's neutral? at City. Anyway, um, what do you think? Um, how do you I think, think this match will go? I, I don't want to underestimate Dortmund. Dortmund, because Haaland is an absolute machine. Um, but in saying that, I will say I think Man City still have the strength to overcome that obstacle. So I'm going City. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, it's being played at Manchester, so I haven't heard anything else. Oh, I don't really follow Man City. Yeah, it is. It's playing at the Etihad Stadium. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. Manchester Man City. City to win that one. Uh, the next match is Real Madrid taking on Liverpool. Big game. Yeah, it is. Both, um, teams, not, both teams won't have their main centre-back. Yes. No Van Dijk, obviously. No Ramos out for a month. Um, where's this one played? At Benibay. the Alfredo Di Stefano oh, Stadium. Huh? Oh, the Benabé is getting... Redone. So, yeah, it's at their training ground. (laughs) So, it's their training ground. Um, They can't have fans anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, On Wednesday, April the 7th at 5 a.m., I think... I know what you want to say. I think Liverpool will win. Ooh. All right. I went with a draw. I think... (sighs) Oh, draw. That's a possibility. I think, yeah. It's going to be close, I think. That's what I'm thinking, especially after that that good result last week. Real Madrid had 
Hazard might be back for Real Madrid. That'd be a big in there. I. Yeah, what I'm are you going. trying to say? Calling him fat. What? He says big in. <laughs> Pun not intended. <laughs> are you going Liverpool? Or are you going draw? No, I still stick with Liverpool. Okay, and I think for the second leg, when we get to it, we'll predict who uh, proceeds. We won't go for just for the tie. It'd be a bit easier after the first leg, I think. Yeah, for the first leg, we just do the, the first leg. For the second leg, we'll do who yeah, yeah. progresses. I, I, I get it. All right, uh, moving on, we have Bayern Munich, uh, or Bayern München, <laughs> taking on Paris Saint-Germain at on Thursday, April the 8th at 5am. The, the rematch time. of the century, not really, but um, it's taking her. It's taking place home, taking place at uh, Bayern's home ground, the Allianz Arena in Munich. Um, I think Bayern will win this match, but I think it will be close. Yeah, I've also gone Bayern absolutely powerhousing the comp. The next match is FC Porto taking on. Chelsea on Thursday, April the 8th at 5am at Ramon Sanchez Pujol in Sevilla. No, that can't be right. Yeah, it's taking place in yeah. Sevilla. Porto's home leg's taking place in Spain. Don't ask me why. Um, maybe because they can't play in Portugal for some reason. Yeah, I'd say there's some restriction uh, there. So that's odd. So it's a bit of a neutral ground. So mm. interesting. Um... What do you think is going to happen this match? Um, just the neutral ground itself will play in Chelsea's favour, I think. Um, either game would be away, so I'm going to say Chelsea. I think Porto. Yeah, I already had that yeah. pencil in for you. That's just a little thing that I probably shouldn't still be doing, but um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, now we move on to Premier League match week 31. Uh, we start off with Fulham taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers on Saturday, April the 10th at 5am at Craven Cottage. Uh, I think the Wolves will win 2-1. I've gone 1-0 to the Wolves. Hopefully they can get a win. Next match is Manchester City taking on Leeds United on Saturday, April the 10th at 9.30pm. At the Etihad, and I think that Manchester City will win two goals to nil. I've gone four nil, Man City. The next match is Liverpool taking on Aston Villa on Sunday, April the 11th at 12am at Anfield. And I think that Aston Villa will win one nil. I've gone Liverpool 2-1. The next match is Crystal Palace taking on Chelsea on Sunday, April the 11th at 2.30am at Selhurst Park, and I believe that Crystal Palace will win 1-0. Yep, uh, Chelsea 2-0, that one. Uh, the next match is Burnley taking on Newcastle United on Sunday, April the 11th at 9pm at Turf Moor, and I think that Burnley will win two goals to nil. Oh, I guessed it. I've gone Burnley 3-1. I've guessed your prediction. <laughs> the next match is West Ham United taking on Leicester City on Sunday, April the 11th at 11.05pm at the London Olympic Stadium. And I think that West Ham will win 5 nil. Yeah, just throwing points away at this point. <laughs> I've gone uh, Leicester 1-0. I'm probably throwing pains over there. The next match is Tottenham Hotspur taking on Manchester United on Monday, April the 12th at 1.30am 
at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I think that they will win 20 goals to nil. No, sorry. I think they will win... Sorry, mate, it's in. No. It's I think, in. I think they will win... Um, I think it'll be a draw. I think it'll be a 1-1 draw. Uh, I've done 2-2 draw. The next match is... Oh, Jeff. actually, actually. Tottenham, they choked against Newcastle. <laughs> Uh, the next match is Sheffield United taking on the Arsenal on Monday, April the 12th at 4am at good old Bramall Lane. And I think that Sheffield will win 1-0. You know how I was uh, talking about you throwing points away? Uh, i got to get a bit of hope in there for the old Sheffs. Uh, I've gone Arsenal 2 nil. There, would you like to remind everyone of the uh, scores? Yes, uh, I Tom's haven't actually on updated 242 it. and I'm, I'm on... Two. I'm on 247, you're on 222. Sorry, yep, I didn't that, what if you yep. said? Bang, bang, bang. Cheeky 25-point lead there. Uh, now we'll move on to yes or no. Now it's time for yes or no. If you're new to the podcast, the way yes or no works is Tom and I will each ask each other three different questions and we can simply only reply with yes or no. Tom, would you like to go first? Yes, I will. All right. Uh, obviously, there's been some controversy around, uh, well, not controversy, confusion around Man City's uh, um, targets this summer. Will Man City buy a striker this summer? No. Mate, you're too predictable. I'm typing them in as you say, <laughs> before you say it. I'm reading your mind. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to sit back this My one. first question is, mm-hmm. will Chelsea's loss to West Brom be the start of a run of bad form? Oh, I hope so, but no. <laughs> okay. In terms of this season, I hope so, but no, they shouldn't. Uh, my second question to you is, after pulling ahead in the Golden Boot race, will Harry Kane win the Premier League Golden Boot this season? No. I'm actually very interested to just... I'm going to ask you off air who you think will win it, but don't say it here. Okay. Uh, my second question is, have Sheffield United and West Brom all but been relegated unofficially they've, they've they're gonna go yeah about 10 games ago i'd say but yeah they're, they're done Correct. um and my final question to you is um i don't know if i've asked you this already i may have already asked you this will oh no maybe asked the last one will all three premier league clubs go through to the semi-finals of the champions league yes That's- no yes I don't know. I hope not. But yes. You think? I think, but I hope not. Well, I've done yes. I don't want to play Liverpool. Oh, that... Oh, yeah, true. No, I hope we play each other. That'd be good. One of us will end up in tears, but... <laughs> I'd rather lose that than the final. Anyway, um, my last question to you is, will Haaland be in the Premier League next season? Oh, I wish, but... He's going to look good in blue, i just tell you that. Liverpool don't have a blue kit next season. Yeah, you're funny, mate. Um, I honestly don't. I honestly don't think he will. I'm gonna say no. That's alright. As soon as um I can buy a Harlan shirt in Chelsea, I'll be very happy. Uh, I mean, you can. That was time for yes. That was time. 
That was yes or no. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at GZ underscore football. You can follow me on Twitter at ThomasHays underscore. You can follow Shopping on Twitter at... RP underscore shop. There you go. Uh, you can find all the contacts and references in the description of this podcast. We still don't know if we're going to be going on on stereo. Um, that's a whip for us. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Ciao. Ciao.